everyone. Uh, so glad to be with you today. My name is uh, Matt Townsley. Uh, Aaron, thanks for asking me today to uh, lead us just in a real brief devotional a talk um, about this Thanksgiving season. Uh, especially for those of you joining in li- online. I don't, f- I don't know if you guys know, but we have, we have a regular group of people that join us uh, online. And uh, it's just a special day today to also invite them to be a part of this. I'm going to share what that's going to look like here in just a moment. So thank you for joining us online. I'd like to begin this morning by reading a psalm. If you have your Bible with you, we're going to be reading Psalm 107. 107. Uh, a little bit of background about the psalm. Uh, this is, uh, there's kind of like a Babylonian exile, like, you know, people come out of captivity feel to it here today. Uh, many of the illustrations that we're going to be reading are related to God delivering these people from captivity. You'd think that if anyone had a reason to be thankful... It would be these people. And so today we're going to be reminded, just like they are, about why we should be continually giving thanks to God. So the words we're going to read today from Psalm 107 uh, speak to us today in this season of thanksgiving. So here we go, Psalm 107. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to a city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. Verse 7. He led them by a straight way till they reached a city to dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. Some sat in darkness, and in the shadow of death, prisoners in affliction... And in irons, for they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. So he bowed their hearts down with hard labor. They fell down with none to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness in the shadow of death and burst their bonds apart. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he shatters the doors of bronze and cuts in two the bars of iron. Some were fools through their sinful ways, and because of their iniquities suffered affliction. They loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he, he delivered them from their distress. He sent out, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love. For his wondrous works to the children of man. And let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving. And tell of his deeds and songs of joy. Some went down to the sea in ships doing business on the great waters. They saw the deeds of the Lord, his wondrous works in the deep. For he commanded and raised the stormy wind which lifted up the waves of the sea. They mounted up to heaven. They went down to the depths. Their courage melted away in their evil plight. They reeled and staggered like drunken men. And were at their wits' end. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. 
Then they were glad that the waters were quiet, and he brought them to their desired haven. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. Let them extol him in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. He turns rivers into a desert, springs of water into thirsty ground, a fruitful land into a salty waste because of the evil of its inhabitants. He turns a desert into pools of water, a parched land into springs of water, and there he lets the hungry dwell, and they establish a city to live in. They sow fields and plant vineyards and get a fruitful yield. By his blessing, they multiply greatly, and he does not let their livestock diminish. When they are diminished and brought low through oppression, evil and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes and makes them wander in trackless wastes. But... He raises up the needy out of affliction and makes their families like flocks. The upright see it and are glad. In all wickedness shuts his mouth. Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. And so today, the next five minutes, we're going to continue the stead. We're going to consider the steadfast love of the Lord. I'd like to share with you six reasons why this text shares with us that we should give thanks to God. We should give thanks because of his goodness, his guidance, because he delivers, because of his ability to heal, for his power, and for his blessings. First, and this is the most important one, verses 1 to 3, the text tells us to give thanks for his goodness. You see, again, these were people that should have been giving thanks because of what God had done for them. But God reminds us through this text that we are to give thanks to him solely because of his goodness. And he is good all the time. I have to admit that one of my COVID-induced habits is drinking coffee. So every morning, almost every morning, uh, Cassie whips up a latte and I drink it. And around 11.30, that caffeine wears off. And I wonder, where did the caffeine go? And every morning, it's a recurring cycle. Where's the caffeine? Where's the caffeine? At 11.30, it wears off. Where's the caffeine? And then it wears off. Where's the caffeine? And it wears off. God is our always caffeine. He never wears off. His goodness endures forever. These verses tell us that his mercy endures forever and that he redeemed all the captives across all the lands, even though those in the Old Testament were prone to forget that they had been rescued, that they had the everlasting caffeine. God's goodness is constant. And for that, we should give him thanks. So we should should give thanks today for God's goodness. The second thing is, in verses 4 through 9, tell us to give God thanks because of his guidance in our lives. Although these verses are referring to the people that are constantly wandering and then God brings them out of captivity, if we're honest, we have all been wandering at some point in time this past year, right? Whether we liked masks being on or we didn't like masks being on. Whether we liked being in quarantine or we didn't like being in quarantine. Whether we liked all of these things that were happening in our lives that seemed to be ever-changing or not. Verses 6 through 9 describe people that are wandering. And they're crying out to God. And what these verses remind us is that he answers. And he delivered them out of captivity. He would deliver us and he will guide us no matter what the problems are in our lives. We can give thanks to God today and always because he listens to us. And he desires to guide us along the way. Verse 9 is a repeated message throughout this text. The chapter is actually pleading for us to give thanks to God for his goodness and wonderful works. 
because he guides us along the way. So we give thanks to God for his goodness. We give thanks to God for his guidance in our lives. We also give thanks to God because of the way that he delivers us. This comes from verses 10 to 16. These verses are referring to those in darkness and in near death. But if you were to look at the text really closely, these people were in darkness and near death because of their sin, because of their rebellion. Yet, God delivered them when they called upon his name. Many of us, I think, in 2021 can relate. We've rebelled, we've rebelled from God, whether it's this year or in a previous life. Perhaps it's something we've done consciously in the past or subconsciously, that if we really admit it, we have rebelled and denied God in our life. Yet, the good news is, is that we can give thanks to God because he has delivered me and he can deliver you from sin if you choose to accept him. Once again, why can we do that? Because in verse 15, it reminds us of his goodness. So we give thanks to God today for his goodness. We give thanks to God today for his guidance. We give thanks to God today because he delivers us. Fourth, verses 17 to 22, tell us to give thanks for God's ability to heal. Healing, of course, is something that many of us can relate to, right? We've been sick. Uh, There was sickness in my family this past week, and now most of us are better, and we're doing well. What's hard about that, I think, is that God chooses when to heal us in his divine providence. Many of us in Riverwood Church were touched this year by the story of Luke Anderson, who went through a surgery, and God miraculously chose to heal him in the midst of what seemed like a very challenging time with him losing a lot of blood. Today, I anticipate that uh, as someone jumps up to this microphone a little bit later today, someone is going to share a way in which God healed them or a family member during this past year. And we can give thanks to God because of the way that he heals us. Yet, This verse and these verses in the Bible in its entirety remind us that whether God choose to heal us or not, we can give thanks because God is good. So, so far, God has reminded us we can give thanks to him because of his goodness, because of his guidance, because the way he delivers, because of his ability to heal. Fifth, verses 23 to 32 tell us we can thank God for his power. These verses are full of metaphors, such as the way that God calms the storms. I love what verse 27 says. And it says, when we're at our wits end, some of us in this room are parents. And I find myself as a parent often at my wits end with my own kids. Some of you as kids in the room because of your schoolwork or frankly, because of your parents. Maybe you're at your own wits end at times. And, And what does it say in this text about when we are at our wits end? That God says he wants us to cry out to him. And he will bring us out of that distress. One of the verses we have posted at our house is Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20 says this. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than we could ask or think. And that's what it means to call upon God's power. Yes, we can thank God today because of his great and wonderful power. So we've talked so far about how we can give thanks to God for his goodness, give thanks to God for his guidance in our lives. We can give thanks to God for the way he delivers. We can give thanks to God for his ability to heal. We can give thanks to God for his power. And finally, we can give thanks to God for his blessings in our life. These verses are filled with the blessings that we have. And as people coming out of captivity, there are plenty of ways, plenty of things to look back upon 
and say, wow, God has blessed us in our life. I anticipate that many of us, as we walk up to this microphone today, will give thanks because of the blessings that God has provided to us. For us, the Townsleys, uh, some of you know part of our story. We have four healthy children in our life. Once upon a time in our life, we didn't know we were going to even have children. And so for us, as we look back and see that we now have four healthy children, that's not just something to give thanks today, but it's something to give thanks for always in our life. I think if we all look back, we can see how God has blessed us abundantly in our own lives. To review, we should give thanks because of God's goodness, God's guidance that he delivers, his ability to heal for his power and for his blessings. I want to end, though, by focusing on verse 2. I'm sorry, verse 32. Verse 32 says this. Let them extol him in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. That's exactly what we're going to do today. In just a moment, Jake's going to come up and we're going to sing another song. And as we do that, for those of you joining us online, I invite you to share what you have been thankful for this week. Jake is going to invite us today, today, to extol God, to to share about him in the congregation of the people right here in Riverwood Church, to publicly give thanks. 1 Corinthians one thirty one says this, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. That's what we're going to do today. As we give thanks, we're going to boast in God's goodness. We're going to boast in the Lord. And that's not boasting. It's boasting because not of what we've done, but because of what he has done in our life.